What's up, guys? Welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Jody and I'm Erin. Join us every Monday for entertainment and relationship-focused topics, music recommendations, and some fun, more personal topics in our Dishfish segment at the end. No matter how long you've been with someone or what circumstances may have caused you to go your separate ways, breakups are hard. Even if you know it's the right decision, just the feeling of all the time, energy, and intimacy you've spent on someone else has just been a waste. And while we know everyone deals with things differently, we'll do our best today to help you to try and get over your breakup. First, before even getting started, one of the most important things you can do is give yourself some positive affirmations. Tell yourself that you're smart and strong and you will get through this. Whether you're going through a breakup or not, starting your day with positive affirmations like this can change your entire day. One of the first things that you can do is basically just accept what happened, bitch. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Accepting what happened, I think, sounds incredibly simple. But when dealing with all of the emotions that come with a breakup, like anger and denial, it is really important to take some time to think and feel the entire situation. One way to work through all of these feelings is to write about your thoughts and feelings on the breakup in a letter to your ex. Keep in mind, you're keeping this to yourself, not actually giving it to him or her. It's important at this time to avoid them at all costs. No texting or stalking their social media. The quicker you're able to accept that breakup, that it has happened and it's final, the quicker you can move on and heal from your heartbreak. So yeah, so accepting it, but also allowing yourself to feel all the things and like process it. That's the hard part. Yeah. After you're able to clear your head a bit, it's time to ask yourself what you need now to channel your feelings and start feeling better. You can speak with a close friend or relative, take a hot shower, watch a movie, or our favorite suggestion, talk to a therapist. Pick up an old hobby or start a new one to help distract you and take your mind off the breakup. It's natural to shift away from hobbies and other activities while dating, so it can feel empowering to get back to them. It's time to focus on some self-love. You know what that means. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what this one's going, actually. Um, <laughs> it's time to focus on some self-love, and you can take that however you want. During your relationship, you might have cared so much about the other person that you let yourself go a little bit. It's natural, and just remember that you gave the relationship your all. Now it's time to invest that same time and energy on yourself. Surround yourself with a good support system. It's natural to want to lean on your friends during and after a breakup. If you've got some free time and have a close friend or relative that doesn't live nearby, it might be a good idea to take a trip to visit them and have a change of scenery or spend some time with people you love and value and who value you. Yeah. So just leave your your town and your state in your country if you want whatever to get away from them yeah (laughs) be patient there's no clear answer as to how long it takes to get over a breakup there will be days that you feel better and days that you feel worse it's a process the amount of time it takes for you to heal will really depend on the meaning of the relationship the meaning the relationship held as well as the length of the relationship that was one of the most asked questions when I was kind of doing research on this was like, how long does it take to get over a breakup? How long does it take to get over a person? And like, it's different for everybody. I mean, 
I think it also depends on if you're the one breaking up or being broken up with. For sure. Because if you are not really expecting it and you're still in love with the person, it's going to take a lot longer. But if you're already like done and you know you just need to like do it and rip the bandaid off and like break up, you might already be over it by the time you actually. That's true. And they say women check out long before they actually break up with someone. I think they just like check out, decide that it's done, but then like get their ducks in a row and Mm -hmm. decide what the best move is. Yeah, because I think it's really, really hard if you're not emotionally ready to cut someone off, even if you know you should. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Stop stalking them on Instagram. Actually just block them and delete their number. That doesn't mean ask your friends to stalk their social media for you. You need to get rid of the things that keep reminding you of them, like jewelry, photos, clothes, et cetera. Change your routine if you need to. Um, I, I don't know. On this one, I mean, yes, I agree. Like, get rid of them on social media and don't contact them. Whenever mm-hmm. I've had a breakup, I do tend to, like, block them on social and not, like, talk to them. And, like, because I think you have to, to yeah, to move on. But I don't necessarily like throw away every picture or anything like that. I don't know. I know. Same. I don't throw them. I, I keep all of them. I don't like sit there and look at them. them but like. Yeah. They're know. like in an album or like a box. Like they're they're put away. But right. I still keep them. Like it's just. Like if they have been on Facebook or something like that. Which I mean, let's be honest. I'm not posting you. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like I would go through my social media and like delete every picture. Like whatever. Right. No. No. <laughs> Make a list of all the red flags. Seriously, seeing all the problems and issues that you had in the relationship with your ex can really open your eyes to a lot of things that you were choosing to ignore. In 2018, there was a study done that found thinking negative thoughts about your ex rather than going over why you loved them would temporarily put you in a crappy mood, but help you get over them faster in the long run. Anytime you're thinking about your ex and all the good times, just reread the list of issues and you'll be snapped back to reality. Oh my gosh. Like the list of icks. Yeah. Or, yes. Um, there was, I know I've had, I've had like the notes, like that's always the one you wouldn't want people to find. And I, <laughs> I mean, Jody's seen most of mine, but like there was one where I had like a list of icks and then it's like, if you look at all of those at once, you're like, literally why, why yeah. would I like, like a pros and cons list. And then like after the breakup, you look at the pros and cons list and you're like, yo, these cons were right. So bad. <laughs> all right. Don't wait for closure that may never come. You might never get the apology or the explanation that you're seeking. You can't depend on that for your healing to start. Uh, the best closure is moving on with your life and creating new memories without your ex. I think that one's hard for people, but it's true that like... With anything, whether it's like forgiveness or moving on, like closure is a nice idea, but absolutely, it's kind of just you choosing to move on. Yeah, I mean, in the past, there that's been a lot of the reasons it's been difficult for me to get over, even just friendships, not even just like relationships and stuff. Is you just feel like it's just left, it just stopped, and then there's all these things that haven't been said. But really, it doesn't need to be said as long as you're good. Then it doesn't matter the reasons why or the what ifs and that like, it doesn't matter. So one suggestion that I came across on how to get over your ex is journaling about all the great ways to be alone. Like we talked about earlier with making a list of the red flags, sometimes just seeing everything written down on paper can help you really see what went wrong and why they weren't the right person for you. 
There were a few questions that were suggested to write about in your journal. So Aaron and I are going to answer some of them. Now we both have several exes and obviously we're both very over all of them. If you know us, then no, you don't know who we're talking about. <laughs> okay. So maybe you do, but whatever. Here's the questions. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> and you don't, you don't have to answer if you don't want like, so. Okay. And I'll I go have... first if you want to, right. if you want a minute. So the first question is what don't you miss about your ex? Do you want me to go? Yeah. So I don't miss how I always felt like I was embarrassing him. Like there was one that I felt like no matter what I did, if we weren't around, if we were around certain friends of his or like basically any of his friends, that he just wished I wasn't around. Even if I was just sitting there not interrupting or being like loud or obnoxious or anything. And I hated that feeling. Like I just... I don't know what it was. And you you could just there he wouldn't hardly talk to me or anything. And there was just like a vibe. And like this was so long ago, but I still like get a knot in my stomach when I think about some of these situations, like just my existence. It's like, why are you even with me? But my existence was just embarrassing to him. And I don't know. But yeah. Which is hilarious to me because well, maybe maybe you'll want to cut this, but like I've seen the guys <laughs> seen your <laughs> Oh my God. I'm sorry. No, this guy, this guy was hot. He was hot. Eh, not, not as hot as you. <laughs> but it's just um, like, what? I remember one time we went and this, this might've been even after we were like on a break or something, but we went somewhere and all of a sudden his friend was coming. And then I was like in the back seat, and I just, I'm not, I'm going to give too many details and I don't want to do that. But like, basically I just sat there on this whole like trip we just went somewhere for like a day trip and I just sat in the backseat by myself. Like neither of them really talked to me. And it was just like, why am I here? And I could tell, like, I almost was in tears the whole time. I'm like, I hate feeling like I'm just a burden on, and they were just wishing I wasn't there and it was awful. So do you, do you have anything that you don't miss about yours? Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, I was pulling up. Oh, I'm not going to show it because YouTube, I guess. Uh, but I was pulling up. There was a guy that I dated that I had like a pros and cons note. And I like sent it to Jody at one point. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and she helped me realize that like the cons were way more significant. And she was right. I'm not going to read those. I don't want to give like identifying stuff. But right. I will say this is I'm going to say a couple things from different exes. This isn't necessarily one person. If anyone like knows me and is trying to like figure out who this is about, it's yeah. you're probably wrong. Um, but I dated a guy who smoked and I definitely do not miss like having to in, like as soon as I let like leave his place, like shower and like change my clothes. And because you know what I mean? Like it's, that's gross. Like, yeah. So like the smelling like smoke, I definitely don't miss. I'm trying to think like, I don't, I'm trying to think of what I can say. That's not, I don't know. Well, like identify him. I feel yeah, like to be wonder. honest, there's, there's not in, in, in the guys that I have more seriously dated, there's not really things that I do like, not a lot of things that I would say that I do miss. Oh, also like if I've, one guy that I dated would make like sexist and like homophobic jokes. And it was oh. really weird, this weird dynamic because he would say that like he was a feminist, but then he would like laugh at like sexist and homophobic things. And it was just super not cool. I wouldn't miss that either. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. The next question is what 
in what ways were you a better person around your ex? And I put, I wasn't, I'm better now. So also I feel you know, like it's something to help you get over someone. I don't know why that question's on there, but I'm not an yeah, expert. Yeah, because so. I think at the end of the day, if any of them really made me a better person being with them, I don't know that I would have left. But that being said, I do feel like I'm better for knowing, you know, most of most of the guys that I've dated. Um, I think one relationship in particular that comes to mind that was like within the last few years or so, I would say made me a much better communicator and just helped me in maybe figuring out better what I want and don't want. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, so like now, ultimately like it did make then. me a better person, but was yeah. I a better person when I was in the relationship? Probably not. Yeah. Same. Like I, I literally sat on this question for too long of amount of time. And it's just, I, I wasn't a better person then I'm better now. And a lot of it's because of that, because of the things that I've learned from them, but yeah. Next one is in what ways did they make you a worse person? And I put that he made me extremely insecure and feel really stupid. Like I was told to my face that he was cheating by other people and he denied it and I believed him and it turned out that he really was. So yeah, just making me insecure so much so that that has stayed with me and I've worked on it. Like I'm get, I'm better. I'm definitely better, but it definitely caused a lot of issues with my mental health back then. Yeah, this is a hard one because mm -hmm. I think that when I was in, I, I, I've been in relationships where I was definitely not showing up as the best version of myself because I was people pleasing and I was more focused on wanting them to like me and like being perfect for them than I was really being myself, which ultimately doesn't work well for anybody. Um, but did they make me do that? No, I think that there's, that's the part that I'm, I'm like, they didn't make me a worse person, but I went, maybe went into those, some, some of those relationships and not the healthiest place. I'm thinking of like older yeah. ones, as far as like, I think what you brought up basically, like if there was any like significant trauma that happened in the relationships, those would be the things that mm -hmm. kind of ultimately affect you that would be their fault, I guess. Yeah, potentially no, depending sense. on what it is, uh, longer term. So yeah, I would yeah. say I wasn't always the best in relationships when I was younger and outside of that, you know, if they did stupid shit, did stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> all right. The next is what are you looking for in your next partner? And what do you have time for now that you didn't have time for before? And I just left it blank because I'm not looking for an ex-partner, obviously. So, but what, what are answer, you looking for? <laughs> my answer for this one has changed so much from like thinking about our first episodes. We were talking to like a friend recently who was like, I started listening to your podcast. I like the first episodes. I was like, oh God, don't no don't to the first ones. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, even like what I'm looking for now is so different from what it was. What was that? Like four years ago, three years ago mm -hmm. now. Um this is going to sound a little bit wild, but in thinking about the number one reason that I probably end things with a guy is because they don't see women as humans and as, as equal humans. And so typically that shows up in 
the guy feeling like, oh, you're like, you can start to tell when there's like the guy just sees you either as a challenge or as something to have, or like when you get, when you start to get those vibes. Um, and it's, it's wild how common that is. And Mm -hmm. most of the men who do this, I, I don't even think they consciously do it. I don't think it's an intentional thing, but it's, that makes it almost harder to talk about because if you try to talk to them about it, they're like, you should know my heart or some stupid yeah. shit. You're like, yeah, I do. That's what I'm telling you. Um, what do I have time for now that I didn't have time for before? Um, I don't have more time. I think if anything, I have less time for the bullshit and yeah. I'm I'm just not interested in hanging out with people who aren't genuine aren't interested in like a genuine connection Mm -hmm. and aren't kind people um but yeah that was like the most rambly ass answer I (laughs) like said all the things I'm not looking for and didn't even say what I'm looking for okay so I'd be looking for someone who wants a genuine connection sees me as a human and is uh like intelligent and funny I love that okay (laughs) (laughs) all right the next question was what do you know about your own resilience because of this breakup and I put that I've been through a few some much much harder than others and one in particular literally took me years to get over but it was my own fault I did a lot of the things that we've talked about that you shouldn't do like stay friends with him and keep hooking up with him but I lived and I learned yeah resilience is like such a funny (laughs) yeah um thing because it's just kind of like I mean you can always get get through shit hopefully Mm -hmm. um there was one relationship that comes to mind where I think ultimately it really made me, I guess, more resilient long-term because it drove me to therapy, which that, like that sounds, <laughs> you know, maybe like weird, but like because of that breakup, I like did a lot of internal work and healing and all that shit. So I would say that anytime you go through things that are difficult, your response to it can ultimately make you grow or bring you down and you have to kind of uh be an active participant in your own development and choose which way you're gonna go yeah that's perfect (laughs) (laughs) sorry Uh, I feel like these are vague answers because I'm like not wanting to give details I know I know (laughs) I I should have like sent them to you first because I had time no no no, it's okay And I feel like, I mean, honestly, if you know me, you know which one is which or whatever, but I don't fucking care because we are allowed to express our experiences in any way that we want because there are experiences. So the last question was, who was there for you after the breakup? One in particular comes to mind for me. And I have this vivid memory of the, the, One that I was talking about in the previous answer that took me a long time to get over. I have this vivid memory of, and this was like high school-ish. So the emotions and the person being there for me was a lot more mature, I feel like, than most people around us. Anyways, um, I was, I needed a friend to go with me to drive me. I am regretting telling this story already. Do you ever do that where you like start to tell it and you're like, mm, I wish I hadn't started this. Story. I've had a few like that, but I'm like, I'm invested now. So I feel like you have to All continue. Right. To <laughs> I don't know if I've heard this. <laughs> so um, I had a, a, he was, he was an okay friend. Like we were friends, 
but he was just available to take me to take some of my ex's stuff back to him and just like have a closure conversation and say goodbye. So I'm he- sorry. I don't know. No, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. No, say it. Say it. I don't know why I thought this is where it was going. But when you're like, I had to have a friend drive me too. I regret maybe I shouldn't say this. Like, I thought you were going to tell some story about going to get an abortion or something. Oh my <laughs> It's more about just not that that's funny. I'm sorry. When you're that young and it's like a guy friend because guy, men are immature and especially like as they're younger, they're a lot less mature. But my friend took me to say goodbye to this ex. And I remember afterwards, because I'm not going to talk about what happened, but afterwards getting in the car with him and literally crying so hard and like sobbing, like loud, obnoxious, not crying. And this guy just holding me and just like, and I still like, we're not real close now, but I'll never forget him doing that and like being there for me. And then, um, I remember <laughs> the, this person, the person that I, <laughs> never mind. Who was there for you? <laughs> no, what was, you can cut it. I would just finish. All it. right. So you know how they say the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. So years later, I was breaking up with a different person and, uh, you were there that night. I get over the one. So I called the, the last one. And anyway, because we were staying in like a camper out of the campgrounds and I was, no, that was a different one. Yeah, that was it. We're just not going to talk about it. (laughs) That wasn't the like rock in the camper night. Yep. That was. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I thought. Cause that was the night that Cause I, I was, I was like out in the other area and you were in the like bedroom part of like this camper. And I just remember being like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but he was, he was really there for me in my time of need. So, <laughs> yep. So what, what, what about you? Who was there for you? <laughs> Honestly. And obviously you were there. You were there. Not the first time around because we hadn't met yet, but the last right. time. You were definitely and I didn't three. I didn't start my dating life as young as Jody did. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, my first breakup was actually after I met Jody. And so she, it has always been Jody. Like she has always been the one that is like the first person I go to when I'm like after I break up with someone, if I'm thinking about breaking up with someone, if I'm thinking about dating someone, like, you know, um, she's definitely there. And one in particular that I think of uh, this guy that I dated. Actually, there were a couple of guys that I dated that didn't like, that felt like my relationship with Jody took up too much time. And this is one thing that I think in society in general we tend to do is we tend to think that like romantic relationships need to be prioritized above all others. And the second that you enter this like a romantic dynamic with someone, your friends become like this sub tier. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I I don't. I don't really ag- agree with that. I don't either. Um, I don't like that at all. Anyways, there was one guy that I dated in particular where I did kind of allow, I don't say allow him. I don't know. I did. I feel like Jody and I didn't see each other as much when I was dating this person. And after we broke up, she was still there. And I would never do this again. And I think that's why I think that you shouldn't like your friends shouldn't take a back seat because you have like a new love interest. Like that's fucked up. Yeah. And yeah. 
but yeah, Jody has always been there. And that was also very rambly because I didn't have a prepared answer. So that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are the those are the questions that you should journal. So are you usually the one that breaks up or gets or is it like a mix? Because you've dated, I feel like, more um, people seriously, at least. I would I would say it's half and half. Like the first serious one I can remember, I caught him cheating because I figured out his password to his email. And he was like <laughs> writing emails to this girl about how they were like having sexual truth or dare games together. And like, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah um the next one like went to prison or something and then like you know don't have that I, I would say it's half and half what about you I feel Actually, like you're always breaking up because they just get obsessed with you and they can't they don't ever want to leave well you're like not always just most of the time <laughs> um you know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm like that no I don't think that's fair to say that's like that's not always the case I mean but I do think that in I all of the more longer term relationships that I've had I have been the one ultimately to end it but there have been at least one that I can think of where I kind of got broken up with but it wasn't like a super it wasn't like a super long term I don't know you know but I don't have as many like long term relationships as Jody. I feel like I've dated more people. Yeah. But I haven't had as many. I'm not like a serial monogamist. <laughs> I, I want to say most of the time I'm the one breaking up, but it has been. It's I've been I've been broken up with a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to tell us about the five stages of a breakup? Yeah. Okay. There are five stages to a breakup. Even if you were the one who initiated the breakup, you will still go through these stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and the last is acceptance. Some might be harder than others, but it's natural and going through this process is healing for you. We've given some great tips on how to get over a breakup. So here's a few things to keep in mind that you should not do. Number one, don't beg them for another chance. Do you miss your ex or do you miss the idea of having a partner? Oh, this is a big one. I know. I feel like so even if many they people... give it to you, you're gonna like even if they give it to you, yeah. It's gonna end and it's just you're just dragging it out. Exactly. because uh, I had one relationship where I wanna say the guy kind of broke up with me, but he was cheating on me. So it was like a I don't know, if it like if it was like a mutual, whatever. I honestly don't mm-hmm. remember. But anyways, then he was, like, begging for another chance. And it's, like, it really just dragged out this, like, on-off, like, when it should have just been done. Absolutely. And, like, we're creatures of routine. And if you've been dating someone for a long time, you're used to having them there. It's easy to miss, feel like you miss that person, even if they were a miserable piece of shit. But you're just missing having somebody there. So, number two. Don't seek revenge. When those feelings arise, just take a deep breath and remind yourself that it's not worth sitting in this negative energy. Ask yourself, how will this serve me now or in the future? That's, That's a tough. really good one. It's tough. I mean, you know, it, have you ever did you wrong? This is one where I feel really weird. I, and maybe it's because when I have broken up, if I'm the one breaking up, I don't want to also like seek revenge against you. Yeah. I feel like That's really shitty. <laughs> but 
I feel like when guys do this, it can almost be scary. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think as a woman, break anytime you break up with someone, there's almost this like fear factor of like, you don't really know how they're going to respond yeah. and like how unhinged they're going to become. <laughs> and so I don't know when guys try to like do stuff to get revenge. It's usually not a good vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I always feel like the best way to get revenge is to literally just move on and be happy happy. without them and I know that sounds like but it's true it really is yeah absolutely it's healthier for you and yeah I don't know all right sorry number three don't date the next person you meet it's natural to want to replace what you feel is missing in your life as soon as possible but it's important not to be so impulsive and Jody? that doesn't mean like you can do whatever you want, but I think what that's implying is don't like date this person and then be in a relationship with them two weeks later and then get married next month. Like, it's funny because wasn't it like two episodes ago where you were saying that like kind of almost every guy you dated was a rebound because yeah. you just yes. <laughs> I feel like you needed this episode. I do. I needed it a few years ago. <laughs> All right. The last one is don't overdo it on the partying. And I'm not saying don't party, but don't just get drunk or do a bunch of drugs to avoid the grieving process. That makes sense. Like don't become an addict or like don't right. don't use drugs or alcohol as a coping mechanism. Exactly. But sometimes you got to overdo it on the party. <laughs> I mean, a little, a little, <laughs> a little bit, but just, you know, make sure you've got a good sober friend with you to keep you from. I don't know. Spiraling? No. Spiral it's bitches. Getting real stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Spiral. Just... <laughs> Honestly, do what you want to do. <laughs> but if your goal is to get over the breakup, don't use drugs to do it. <laughs> yeah. No, don't use drugs to do it. But mm-hmm. like. But that's all we got for our guys. getting over a breakup section. Is there anything you wanted to add to that? crack is whack crack is whack absolutely yes so now it's time for joe (laughs) (laughs) what do you have for a music recommendation this week okay i have a new song out by um shit hold on just a second let's forget the feature person i know i'm gonna (laughs) uh it's called lottery by lotto featuring lucala and it's a new song that she just came out with as of recording this at least so Awesome. What's yours? So we I've talked a lot in the past about Cameron Marlowe, and I adore him. I think he's amazing. I think he's going to be huge. As we're recording this, he just released a song the other day that he literally spent like 30 minutes writing it, then recorded it on his phone and shared it. And it's amazing. It's called Take Me Home. And it's just about, like, he explained it about, like, he was just having a rough time and, like, dealing with being in the music industry and that is kind of stressful at times. So, but this man is so talented and he's so hot and I just love him. Um, So, yeah, check it out. But now it's time for my favorite episode. And I don't know what we're doing on this one because this one was like an episode Jody planned. So now it's time to dish bitch. It's time to dish bitch. <laughs> yeah. So for Dish Fish this week, we just have, uh, we're going to play Would You Rather. And we've got some fun little Would You Rather questions. So are you ready? Yes. All right. Would you rather. Oh, and 
I, I put a note in here that a lot of these have been sent in for us. Like people want us to answer these. So yeah. Great. Would you rather? Well, guys. <laughs> would you rather have sex in a tent or in a pool? I've had sex in a pool before. So how about a tent? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, say, right? I, I think I've had sex in both before, but I feel like a tent because I feel like pools are gross and like people pee in them and stuff. Yeah, and I'm that's to, like, true. Yeah. So I would say a tent. Would you rather get flowers or chocolates? Oh, um, these are both kind of like similar, like maybe flowers. I don't know. I, I prefer stuff that's like a little sentimental or just like sweet things. I don't really, I'm not like a big like gift person. So, um, flowers, either one, honestly. I want chocolates. I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather lose all of your money and valuables or lose every picture you've ever taken? Like even digital copies? Every single thing. Every picture is gone. I know. That's a really, really hard one for me. Well, my friends still have like, (laughs) because I'm like, man, pictures, that's like the one thing. What would you take from the fire? Like, what would you like? It's the one thing you keep. I'm like, pictures. Exactly. But then like, if you lost all of your money and valuables and you just are like homeless, with, with pictures a bunch of fucking picture with albums pictures <laughs> i mean i know I, I would i would have to move in with you jody and you're not gonna like that uh, <laughs> i'll like it with all your pictures <laughs> me and my pictures are coming bitch <laughs> um so oh fuck i know that's a hard one but really hard i'm gonna keep my money you're gonna give your money guys <laughs> What about you? Oh my gosh. Honestly. So if it was every picture like of my family or whatever, I might keep my pictures, but it says specifically every picture you've ever taken, every picture I've ever taken. And I feel like you've taken the same ones that I have. Like you've, you've taken pictures, like you've been there and other people have been there and taken pictures. So I feel like I'm going to keep my money and my valuables. But what? if well, but your husband works, and so if if you keep the pictures and he just keep, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like maybe like there's a way for you to everything. have the best of both worlds. And then I just keep the pictures. <laughs> um, you could move in with me too. Yeah, that's really really tough. I'm glad that that's not a real thing that is going to happen. Yeah, me too. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Next question. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather speak to animals or speak ten foreign languages? Ten foreign languages, because I feel like that is a more valuable skill set when it comes to like business stuff, and you could potentially leverage that to yeah make significantly more money. That's Where cool. speaking to animals, people will probably just think you're crazy. <laughs> yes. Even if you really can, like you're always gonna be like, no, the cat really <laughs> did say he loves you. <laughs> I pick animals. I'd rather talk to animals. I'm sorry. Like, wouldn't it be like fun it. to just go to the zoo and be like, what's up? <laughs> it would be. Yeah. But then what, like, 
what if what if they're really mean to you? They're like, you stupid bitch. They're always looking at me. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny though. You could stand to lose like ten or fifteen pounds, bitch. <laughs> like, thanks. <laughs> but then you could talk to them too and be like, I'm really sorry about people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love how it's the first thing I think of is they're going to insult me and call me fat or something. Like, it's okay. I'd still rather talk to animals. Okay. <laughs> All right. You can tell me what they're saying. <laughs> Last one. Would you rather lose a finger or have a headache every day for the rest of your life? I know. Really sucky. I'm, I get to pick the finger. Is it like the whole finger? Whatever finger you want. A whole finger. It's like my left. Lose like my left pinky. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I don't like headaches, like even a little headache and I'm down for the count. So I'd rather yeah. take, take, you can take two fingers if you want. I don't care. Take yeah. Some I feel like a never ending headache would like after a month of it, you'd be like, just take, oh just take the fucking pinky man. Dude, like two <laughs> days and I'd be, no, I couldn't do that. So I don't know. Cause I don't get headaches. And I don't get sick a lot. So mm-hmm. I think I don't want to assume that I can, I can deal with that. It's awful. Yeah. Awful. So all right, but that's all we've got for today. So thank you guys for joining us again this week. It has been really fun. If you are having difficulty with a breakup, just press the reset over button. It. Just listen to this episode again or get under somebody just else. Kidding. Or <laughs> just go out and party and fuck someone else and get over it. Aaron has the best advice. <laughs> and you get that advice for free, guys. You don't even have to pay her for that. Yeah, there's more where that came from. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Join our Facebook group. We do lives every Thursday night after we record, and it's really fun. We play dishwish games, and yeah. So we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Crack is whack.